I had a major old person moment this week. I forget, what's, what made me, oh, that's right. So our mutual friend, Steve, hi, Steve, um, was talking about how some teachers put Elf on the shelf in their classrooms. And I was like, oh, hell no, because that's, Okay, first of all. Yeah, there's so many ways to be (laughs) angry about this. I mean, do we want to hit it straight from church and state or just go after Elf on the Shelf itself because it's Um, just so mind-numbingly ridiculous? Let's start with the Elf on the Shelf itself. Oh, my God. (laughs) What has happened to me? Um, Yeah. That will not be the title, I promise. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) I'm I'm not sure I believe you. Um, We'll see. (laughs) So... The, people act like this elf in the shelf, elf on the shelf thing is like a storied fucking family tradition going back gener. No, it is not. I so I like joke semi jokingly was like elf on the shelf is some bullshit invented in the last ten years by a some cynic inside of a toy company, which isn't precisely true. Um, although it was in fact um, the book was published for the first time in two thousand five, a decade ago. So I was right about, about that. that. <laughs> yep, um, it wasn't invented by people at a toy company. It was actually like some women, like a mother and her daughter, and then they called up the uh, another daughter who was like a marketing person. So yeah, marketing. Um, Apparently, this mm-hmm. elf, this creepy ass elf thing, was like a tradition in that family, and they decided to foist it upon the entire American public, which for some reason was incredibly receptive to a creepy fucking elf who like causes mischief at night while the children are sleeping. Like, if I were a child and my parents did that, I would be creeped right the fuck out. <laughs> um, I would be more in line to just sort of catch them in the act of altering its orientation to give it the appearance of being creepy and alive. But, um, yeah, what a weird thing to happen after the Patriot Act was passed. Why? What has one got to do with the other? No, it's just, you know, it's... So, you know, we live in a surveillance state now with the NSA and Ah, yes, that's and true. <laughs> It's not and a good thing, kids. It's it's sort of like we're conditioning kids ahead of time to uh, deal with being spied on by technology as opposed to the way we were brought up spied on, which was through the power of magic. Right. And <laughs> honestly, I pretty much never really believed in Santa Claus. First of all, we lived in a very small house and my parents would be wrapping things like in the next room from where my bedroom was. So like noisily wrapping things, all kinds of wrapping noises going on. So I knew it was my parents and you know, it the, the whole Santa thing, even, even ignoring the, you know, creepy recent innovation of the fucking elf. Um, (laughs) the Santa thing's pretty weird. Like it's a, conspiracy to lie to children for no apparent reason to make them maybe be good for like a month (laughs) like because nobody's reminding kids about santa claus in like april oh i do oh really yeah oh i i i have a and you send uh, two nephews <laughs> and uh, through the power of cell phones and lying, I have made the threat to call the North Pole several times. Oh, excellent. Okay. Year round. 
But almost for no, me, okay. <laughs> almost nobody else is threatening children with Santa Claus in like March. <laughs> <laughs> and kids aren't gonna behave. Like I didn't behave. I mean, I mostly behaved. But every, you know, I, every now and then, I, my brother and I, we'd be, we'd just be like, "Let's be bad," and then you know, we would do something screwed up because kids are bad. As long as you cover your tracks, it's you know perfectly fine. Um, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't uh, that we didn't always do that, and also sometimes like there was nobody else in the house who was going to throw beef stroganoff against the wall. That was <laughs> that was just us. It wasn't the babysitter. That was us. <laughs> I don't like beef stroganoff. Okay, that's a and, little far to take it, though. And there was a babysitter, and we decided to be bad. I don't know. <laughs> See, we, we always had the dog, so in the event of an undelicious dinner, it was mm. very easy to make sure the dog accidentally got it somehow. Right. We just had cats, so they they mm. were like... Oh. They steal food too slowly. Yeah, they're, so Ex- they're little. Except, and... except for mine on New Year's Eve during their annual shrimp heist. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like shrimp, but they do. Yeah, cats do like shrimp. Well, yeah. a lot of cats. Dale in particular used to like... I, I bought them these desiccated shrimp and only Dale really liked them. Well, probably yeah. because in cat food form they've been stewing for quite <laughs> some time. Yeah, I don't know. They were freeze-dried, whatever. But back to creepy, <laughs> creepy elf on the creepy shelf. Like... The, in classrooms? Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I personally, as a uh, atheist-raised Catholic, don't have a personal problem with pagan Christmas. Right. Uh, but I love like, Christmas decorations. Yeah, me too. I think we should leave them up like until it starts getting light out again. Right. Like, because but, they do serve a practical purpose. But maybe not in our schools. Yeah, school's a little too far. Or like maybe just like, you know, stick to the trees and lights or something. You know, like yeah. there's a, a definite line and uh getting into the gift giving of it is like officially the line of where some families don't observe that custom. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, that, that's a little far over the religion line, even though it's not the religious part of it, it's the pagan part that Christians acquired to yeah. make swallowing the whole Christ <laughs> thing easier. And, oh man, this, the history of Christmas and the way we celebrate Christmas is just so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and you people should just go watch some history channel because it's too much to get into on a podcast that right. I'm trying to limit to a half hour these days. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's pretty wacky and it has nothing to do with elves on shelves. No, but all the fun parts of Christmas, uh, usually predated Christianity. Right. <laughs> Because the Christians were kind of a drag, let's be honest here. Yeah. Their big event was a dude being crucified. Like, wow. And that still is the big event. Christmas is not supposed to have gotten bigger than it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It should be all about Easter, which coincidentally is right around the time of the spring, whatchamacallit. What do you call it? Vernal equinox? Yes, it's the equinox. It's vernal, right? Because it's green and springy. 
or the opposite of autumnal, which is how I remember it. How is Vernal anyway? <laughs> because I know both names and I know the other one's obvious. Right. That's true. Words. Words. Yeah. Um, although some of the really interesting uh, Christmas traditions the Germans did not bring to us, uh, like the whole the Krampus thing. <laughs> yeah, Krampus is my favorite. So um, in not all Germany, but stereotypical Bavaria, Alpine country, like where a lot of Christmassy ideas come from, uh, was Krampus, who was sort of the anti Saint Nicholas, he is over there. I looked it up and already forgot it. Um, <laughs> and they would both go out on whichever night, which wasn't always the 24th. Um, and I'm just going to say Santa out of ease. Um, right. Santa would deal with the good children, rewarding them with presents you would actually want. Right. And uh, Krampus would, depending on the story, <laughs> uh, <laughs> variety between handing out coal and... Um, Hitting you with branches and chaining you up in a burlap sack and taking you back for more torture. Yeah. The cold thing is actually not that bad. Like, I, I, especially when kids used to get crappy things like oranges. Now, I get that oranges used to be a lot more unusual than they are now, but still, like, at least coal <laughs> would keep you warm, you know? Like, coal has a utility to it. Well, I mean... Didn't scurvy used to be, like, an actual problem? Oh, yeah, so I guess <laughs> I guess not having scurvy would be pretty sweet. Here, you won't die this winter. Have right. Yeah. It's amazing how little vitamin C you actually need to get. Like, I hardly ever have citrus, so I have no idea where I'm getting vitamin C from, but I don't have scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You can You check. do have a lot of tea, though, so it's probably in Oh, there. maybe. Um, yeah, so, and I don't but, know. But I mean, like, you just, you just wouldn't get scurry in the modern era. Because, yeah. I mean, like, the water that's sitting on the side of your lemon that you got at a restaurant that you don't even squeeze into it is probably approaching sufficient. Yeah. Um, but the whole, the other thing, the taking you, the beatings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the, uh, carrying you off in a sack is, um. I don't know. I feel like that's a more effective threat than there's an elf watching you. And it's granted the elf on the shelf that they sell is really creepy, but not as creepy as the Krampus is usually depicted. Yeah, usually depicted as a uh, satyr, right? That's the one I'm thinking of. Um, well, yes. uh, um, yeah, a uh, human-shaped goat, I think, is what I'm looking for. You know, a person on the top, but, you know... Goat right. hooves, as are demonic creatures typically depicted, uh, horns, and to top it all off, crazy red tongue. People really have it in for goats. I, I like goats. I think goats are cool, and I think all of this anti-goat sentiment is 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 not okay. Like the scapegoat, that's messed <laughs> <Right>. up. <laughs> the goat didn't do anything. Leave the goat alone. Leave the goats out of it. Goats are cool. Maybe They're... they shouldn't have those weird square eyeballs. Whatever, they're full of mischief, and they're cute, and you can make sweaters out of their fur, wool, whatever. And yeah, I'm, I'm very pro-goat. And goat cheese, it's delicious. That I'll agree with. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and, but when you put half a person in there, that is creepy. Um, but it could just, like, centaurs aren't not creepy, so whatever, horses. Y yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
we went how long without you talking about horses? Um, I don't talk about horses that much, do I? No, but when you do, you like break out your extensive horse oh, knowledge where right. like you differentiate like the fact that like it's not called brown it's like appaloosa and oh well yeah they're like <laughs> our, our, it, it's beyond <laughs> it's beyond cat yeah i i i know kind of a lot of horse facts <laughs> so there there were horses in zoo nuts which you should all check out on the app store um, although if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you already have. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was telling Brian, the developer, like what kinds of... Hi, Brian. I know you listen. Um, <laughs> what what kinds of horses were which? And yeah, because I'm a horse pedant, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... <laughs> Half goat things are creepy. Um, and yeah, there's always been this weird goat symbolism with the devil that doesn't really make any sense unless you acknowledge that it has pagan origins. Yeah, but what did the pagans have against goats? Mm. It's weird. Goats are, they're a perfectly good anyway. Enough um, <laughs> Oh, wait, I think I'm half remembering something. Oh. Um, Pan was a fertility god mm. and Christians are prudes. Well, they do say Randy is a goat, don't they? And you, like an old goat is somebody who's like inappropriately yeah. <laughs> deemed inappropriately sexual by reason of age. So yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, just conservative that, sex That stands to and, reason. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from anything, anything representing fertility, but make sure you have babies, but right. don't enjoy it. Yeah, no, you have to have miserable sex and have lots of babies. Oh, Christianity, you're such a bummer. Yeah, but I like Christmas decorations, though. Oh, I love Christmas decorations. Like, people started putting out their Christmas decorations, like, November 1st around here. Um, so it's it's turning into a winter wonderland. It's kind of nice. You drive by, and it's all pretty and lit up and whatever. I guess I should do something. Um, like, the people across the street from me have, like, this crazy winter display going on. It's It's... It's like they have these cool like LED snowflakes and they're super neat and I kind of want some. You should get some. Yeah. LED decorations are fun. They don't use any power. They just cost money up front. Yeah. And I need battery powered stuff because there isn't really a convenient outlet by my front door. Oh. Yeah. Your house predates the era of <laughs> putting outlets outside for things like leaf blowers and Christmas decorations. Yeah, this is a 1920s house, so. Yeah. Christmas lights were barely invented back then. When did they start doing, it doesn't seem like kind of a wacky thing to do, like put these tiny lights on your door for some reason. Well, it was an evolution of, again, going back to Bavaria, right. um, the, uh, uh, Tannenbaum with actual candles right. clipped onto it. And I cannot believe that ever worked safely and was actually a widespread tradition because, I mean, what is more flammable than dried out pine? I know, right? <laughs> like, I can't believe everybody didn't burn their damn house down. I, I mean, electric lights will also burn your house down sometimes, but, right. <laughs> but way less often than candles. And LEDs are far less likely to burn your damn house down. So that's nice. That's another bonus. Yeah. <laughs> the germans the, man they they really did invent all all the christmas things um 
so are you going to uh do you did you ever do a tree in atlanta fake or otherwise um yeah we had a real tree one year and i think that might have been it although i'm not positive i do like real trees because you get to throw them away at the end of it like I didn't I didn't move a tree with me mm, right. between, between states. So that's a major advantage for me. It's just you have to like get it home, which is kind of a whole thing that I don't and then there's cats in it and <laughs> you have to water it and whatever and find a place for it to go. Yeah. Um we don't bother with a real tree simply because of the cleanup. Right. Because, I mean, it does drop pine needles everywhere. Um, the place we put our fake tree is... I mean, we have a very intentionally Sarani fake tree because mm-hmm. the box is tiny. Um, and we augmented size by putting it on the coffee table that's in front of the front window. Right. So even then, it's not even, like, quite to the ceiling yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would have to find a tree that we could put on the coffee table. And that sounds more precarious with yeah, a real tree. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to do that with a real tree. Although, in hmm, let me think. Did we do that with a real tree when we lived in Hawaii? Because my parents' house in Hawaii has like a really high ceiling in the living room. It's like vaulted or whatever, so it's I don't know, twelve feet or something. Really, no, probably higher than that. Anyway, really tall. So they would get like a normal like six foot or whatever Christmas tree. By the way, did you know that Christmas trees are measured not by height but on the diagonal? The diagonal of what? Of the tree. Like from the fattest part at the bottom to the top. I believe so. Is, is that just because it's easier to put the tape measure that way? <laughs> I, I assume so. <laughs> okay, at least that makes sense, but it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I like Christmas trees, though. They smell so piney. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a big wreath for my front door or something. Well, that would make the outside smell nice. Yeah. Or, or you could I get, could get one a wreath from the on inside. each side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, um... My dad's friend uh, who lives in New Jersey is a farmer and he still, well, he might still, I just don't know. Uh, (laughs) But when I was a kid, for sure, he definitely made like the coolest wreaths and he would like hand carve these uh, reindeer to be, or mooses maybe? I forget. They were definitely some kind of horned ungulate. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, they were really neat. Having nice things that smell nice is good. Yeah. Candles don't quite cut it. No, no. Yeah, my uh, my grandparents have the uh, the living room with the uh, vaulted ceiling as well, and um, for the longest time, they would simply you know take like the entire month of December to find a tree that they were willing to pay for that uh, took up the whole room. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, the last year anyone bothered with that was when my. Uh, Grandma broke her hip, like, even this was like a decade ago. When did we get so old? I don't know. Uh, um, and then following that season, my aunt did manage to find an uh, an artificial tree that's, like, intended for, like, you know, like the lobby of offices. Oh, okay. That was, you know, marked down, like, 90% to still be, like, $200. <laughs> nice. Because it was, you know, pre-lit. 
Right. Um, so now we have the annual tradition of assembling that monstrosity, <laughs> um, and it is quite awkward because I'm pretty sure it is meant to be done by like groundskeepers, right? Burly like, dudes, burly dudes with you ladders know good ladders, yeah, <laughs> as opposed to us with only one ladder and one kitchen stool. And oh God, <laughs> the, the the top part sucks. You're not an especially tall family either, are you? No, no, we are not. I I think my uh, my dad tops it out at like five eight. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I should come help you. <laughs> I'm not that much taller than you, but I do have very long arms. That's that would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, yay Christmas stuff. Um. Were we complaining about something? Yeah, elves. Elves are bad. Elves on shelves. They can go to hell. Yeah, it is creepy. It's just, I mean, we're not parents, so I mean, like, we can't give actual advice. But I mean, as non-parents, we could say it creeps us out. It's super weird. Yeah. Why do you, like, and it seems like a lot of work. Like, people, the parents on my Facebook, who are my Facebook friends are like, yeah, thank goodness for Pinterest, because otherwise, I don't know what I would do. I would be like, I know what I would do. Nothing. And I would totally, like, I would be the parents who would, and this is one of the reasons probably why I never, <laughs> I, I would be like, no, there's no Santa. Who told you there was Santa? That kid's full of crap. They're, I mean, honey, their parents are lying to them. I don't know why. I have no, <laughs> I do not understand this. No, there's not a, think about that. How would that even work? Come on. Critical Well, thinking. countless movies have tried to explain it. Well, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, hmm. I wonder if it's more unbelievable than the church's Christmas story. No. <laughs> That's, but at least churches have like handbells. Like I love handbells. And and handbell choirs for some reason are always associated with a church. It's it's a super bummer. The only like in Atlanta there was a non-church handbell choir, but they totally recruited all their membership from churches. So there was no <laughs> there was no escaping the church, and it was a bummer. And here, like, one of my coworkers does handbells at a church, and he invited me, and I was like, well, maybe, but I don't, like, do the whole churchy thing. But they're Methodists, and apparently they don't really care whether you're an atheist <laughs> who just wants to play, who's just there for the handbells. So I might check that out at some point. At the... Uh various churches my brother's been the organist at he always hires out extra instruments for christmas and you know they don't you know care that one of them is obviously jewish right. or you know um any of that um and i do enjoy going to them except like um you know uh one year i remember um we went to his midnight mass after Ugh. leaving my wife's parents' place early because of a domestic disturbance. Oh boy! Oh yeah, it was a ridiculous <laughs> night. We're, we're just sort of like, like we're just like, I think we're gonna go to church. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's less um, violence there, shockingly. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was long, but you know, it was beautiful. And then you know, at on the uh, the way out, there's you. You just have to. Endure the gauntlet of anti-choice propaganda. Mm. And it really just ruined the whole thing for me. I don't... 
think they because I used to play the bells at my mom's church, which is also a Catholic church and whatever. And I don't think they really did that. Um, although one problem during which presidency was this? Uh, well, this would have been in the early aughts. So Bush first it's, term. Yeah, it that that's when like it started accelerating. Mm, yeah. Well, then I was I was out of there just in the nick of time. Yeah. <laughs> the only the only really terrible part for me was that the uh, incense made my eyes wa- like I think I was mildly allergic to the incense and being in the bell choir. I'm we were right at pretty the sure everyone is. Oh, maybe <laughs> it's pretty noxious stuff. I wish yeah, they would do that. I think some people just acclimate to it. But mm. yeah, it is pretty. Ugh. It's one of the many reasons I could never be a priest. Oh, that that's on that has to be on the list. yeah (laughs) so um wrapping up we have mixed holiday feelings right being atheists from christian-ish backgrounds right and uh having friends who are not any of those things yeah and like i some of my best friends are Jewish, and I, <laughs> I'm not taking this over terrible. It just, I don't want them to feel excluded by the whole season, and I wish that that wouldn't happen and that there was something I could do about it. So, you know, it sucks. Yeah, I think uh, Steve summed up their emotions pretty well when he referenced things that make Hanukkah feel like a consolation prize mm. to not having Christmas. You and it's I don't know like and I know this doesn't help at all but I mean when I put up Christmas decorations it has absolutely nothing to do with a mythological dude who died for my sins (laughs) I like pretty colored lights and pine boughs like that's yeah that's it (laughs) you know it's about the it's about the colorful glass balls (laughs) 